so this is third podcast. I honestly feel like I could just talk. If anybody knows me, they know that I can talk, which is talk, talk, talk. Um, but the, the whole point of this isn't to be planned or so I, I would imagine at the start there's going to be more, um, maybe more podcasts than not. Um, just while I sort of think of things and so I've just spent 10 minutes doing um, some activation drills and um, glute work, hamstring work, quad work, um, some calf work, some groin squeezes and... Um, yeah, basically, I cover areas that perhaps in the past I have had um, injuries, or maybe it's just like little bits of work to prevent injuries from happening. And um, I think this is really important. I I did a newsletter. It's the first time I've ever done anything like that, so bear with me, and um, I'm sure they'll improve. And I'm sure from feedback, I'll be able to improve the content of those. And I I kind of want to remind everybody that this is not necessarily for me um i i I do enjoy helping people and i i do enjoy preaching a little bit and maybe that's what i'm like i think you've ever met me or you've ever been to like a q a i've done or you'll you'll know that i don't mind talking um but no at the end of the day this is to try and help a broader range of people so if there's anything that you want to give for feedback and stuff then i'm i'm really open to that um so no one of the one of the things i touched on in the newsletter was this idea about doing prehab and this idea about doing activation work and um one of the things i said in the newsletter was it's a bit like de-icing the car in the winter when it's the windows are all frozen over and um that's kind of self-explanatory um but no, I was in St. Moritz this summer um, and I was training a little bit with um, Bowerman Track Club, who if you don't, if you don't know much about, which I'm sure you do, look them up. They're, they're a really professional, really um, good group, really well-established group, and they have some of the best runners in the world running with them. Um, and so I, I get a text one morning and it's, it's probably 8.30 a.m., and we're, we met every day at 10 a.m. Um, and I remember actually thinking, gosh, these guys are 10 a.m. Like, that's a bit of a lay-in. And anyway, so I get this text at 8.30 a.m. And it's Evan Yeager, American steeplechaser and very quick 1,500-meter runner and all-round absolutely phenomenal athlete. And, and he says, um, hey, like, I've, I've just woke up. I'm going to have some coffee and I'll be delayed for the run. And I'm thinking, like, 90 minutes, like, like honestly, at the time, I'm thinking, like, is he joking? Like, I, I, I was like, well, I, I don't understand. How does it take 90 minutes? So um, when we meet up for the run, and I think we moved it to 10.30, and, and I just asked because I couldn't help myself, like, what takes you two hours to get ready for a run? Like, um, and basically, when I'm spending my morning probably procrastinating online or watching videos or um watching tv like i think these guys i can't speak for all these guys but um basically times put in stretching and rolling out maybe little injuries maybe like doing the activation work that again i talked about in the newsletter like crab walks and um 
hamstring walkouts, groin squeezes, calf raises, ankle mobility, um, eccentric loading, blah, blah, blah. Like the list goes on of potential, whether it's back stuff, whether it's it's whatever it needs to be for you. Um, time is put in. So I started working with a physio um, just after London Marathon when things were starting to progress. And, um, and so I spoke to the physio while I was out in St. Moritz and I asked for... Um, he'd seen me a few times and I asked for, hey, like, like, can you maybe help me with like a activation program that if I am willing to put in 10, 15 minutes before every run that I think it would really benefit me. And, um, and so a lot of a lot of injuries are picked up because muscles aren't warmed up. Or if you're in a pretty intense training block or you've done a hard session the night before, you're probably waking up and your muscles are probably shortened. And, and so like by activating them or by lengthening them, by stretching, you can really minimize the injury risk. And if you start to think about doing this on a daily basis over the course of a year or the course of a training block for your next marathon or your next 10K or 5K, whatever it might be, the difference is just phenomenal, um, and it's 10, 15 minutes of your time. It can be done at your desk at work. It can be done at home. Just just find exercises that are relevant. You can walk to the tea room, and you can do some, like, activation stuff when you're in the tea room, and um, there, there's a lot of different ways to go about this. I'm fortunate that I have time to, um, in the comfort of my home or just before I run, I actually asked the physio for some exercises that didn't need a stretching mat. So I do like all around the world lunges um, and things like that. And then, and then that can develop into at nighttime, you can have a bit of a routine whereby you do like some rehab stuff. So I have groin squeezes at night. I do some glute bridges. I do like some ab work. And, and it's not... It's not always about strengthening. Like one of the things I noticed in the gym was um, I would do the first set of an exercise and I would find it really tough. And then I would do the second set of an exercise and I would just find it a lot easier. And it was this idea that I think once the muscles are activated, once they're engaged and once you wake them up, they're in a far better place to handle the second set. And so if you can imagine that every day that you're slightly better off and you're slightly more ready for each run and each session or whatever it may be, I think the, the benefit of that over the long term is one of the one of the probably keys to my consistency over the last um, four months. And every time I review how I could improve certain things or if there's any areas I could work on. Like one of the things I've really, that's been a familiar pattern is I've always written in my notes to do more rehab, more prehab and more rehab. And um, I think it's easy when things are going well to ignore that kind of stuff, but I, I really think it's important and I really think it can benefit people quite a lot. And you could do five minutes, you could do 10 minutes, you could do half an hour if you wanted or you had the time, but it's the kind of thing could be done in front of the TV and um, you can Google or YouTube all sorts of activation stuff, all sorts of stretching stuff. For me, it's primarily hamstrings, groins, hip flexors that I get the majority of my um, concerns. And so they're the areas that I load in that rehab program and that 
um, activation program. But yeah, like if you struggle with any of this or you want to um, talk about it or you want to, again, I'm being very open with this and I'm saying like you can send me an email and I'll do my best to give back to you. I'll do my best to have a look over like if you know that you regularly get knee problems, for example, then maybe it's strength stability you need to be doing around the proprioceptor type work with balance work or um, some like quad strengthening type stuff or um, things like that. Maybe some single leg stability stuff. And um, yeah, if there's anything at all, just um, shoot me a line. And I did send out a newsletter today. I don't, I, I don't really know how often I'm going to do that. Um, Again, it'll just come to me, and today I, I couldn't believe that 50 people had signed up. So I was like, hey, I might as well send out a newsletter and thank these people. But um, I'm thinking at the end of each week, I'll do a bit of a summary on the week. Like, I know I, I put all my training on Strava, but again, again, this is one of the problems I have with online coaching. And um, I can't speak for every online coach, but... I can put all my training on Strava and you can read it and you can either be impressed or not impressed. It, it, it's really irrelevant. Um, but it's also not relevant at all. If you read that I've done a 24 mile run at a certain speed, I think it's more important that it, at the end of each week, if I review why that speed made sense, why I did that, why it was that distance, et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I go into a bit more detail about the training week and how I executed it and perhaps some mistakes I made because I make mistakes all the time and I do things maybe too fast or um, that then hinders maybe another part of the week that maybe I either don't do because I can't because I'm tired or maybe it hinders another part of the week and, and maybe some 400s, for example, were supposed to be better quality and because I've overextended myself in a tempo or in a long run, maybe I can't do that. And, and this is all a learning curve. Like, um, but I, I think there's value in that, and I think there's value in me going through that and then people getting a grab on why I do certain things. And for me, it's, for me, it's like second nature because I've, I've read tons of books, like tons of books on other great athletes and how they train, tons of data online. Um, I've had a lot of coaches, some with different sort of methods than others, and and then the main thing is making it relevant to you. So understanding when I say something, you either think, oh, like I, I couldn't do 24 miles, but I could do 14. And then maybe I could build that to 18. And, and so everything, everything that I read and learn and see and research, I always bring it back to me. I always make it relevant to me. Most of the time when I see people's training online, I'm thinking, what would that mean for me? You know, if like someone like Kipchoge is doing uh, 18 mile tempo one Thursday and a 24 mile tempo the next Thursday at 520 per mile, he averages. Well, well what does that mean to me? Because this guy races at 440 per mile. So you've got to make it relevant and these things relevant to yourself. Um, and then the more you start thinking like that, the, the more knowledgeable you become about the sport. And, and ultimately, I think the better you become at your sport. And, yeah. So thanks for listening. Um, I'll probably catch up with people more later in the week. And thanks for the support so far. Thanks for getting in touch. Um, again, if there's any feedback, bear with me. I'm, I'm, I'm new to this. And um, maybe it helped me do my gym stuff last night. I think it helped me do my activation stuff today. Because if you practice what you preach, then 
you get better. So yeah, thanks everybody and uh, catch up. Have a have a great day.